conferences, long agendas, big venues, always on your feet, barely getting to see the people that you want to see, and then, of course, the expense. Well, the three of us at Good Morning Hospitality are launching Good Morning Retreats. Our first retreat is this July 8th through the 10th at the Horse Hospitality Training School in Auburn, Alabama. If you go to goodmorningretreats.com, you'll find out more information about our first retreat that we're launching. We have already filled half the slots. We have 20 available and we have about 13 already filled. So make sure you go there, you apply, show your interest, and we'll get you all situated for our first ever Good Morning Retreat. Thanks so much for tuning into the podcast. And now back to the episode. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey everyone, I was hoping to get this message put together sooner, but things like this unfortunately take time to set up. I just want to say that the acts of war against Ukraine break my heart, and I know as a prior service member myself that my thoughts and prayers go out to everyone who's fighting the fight that they really shouldn't have to. That being said, we have been working behind the scenes with all of our podcasts and podcast partners to put a fund together in order to pay for any refugee housing and other needs that go alongside that, like food, water, and any clothing needs. Internally, many podcasts in the Hospitality FM network have voluntarily given up sponsorship money in order to donate to the cause and are working on a unified message in order to spread throughout all of our podcasts. So this is me calling out to all of our property manager friends, industry experts, and anyone knowing of those providing lodging for Ukrainian refugees seeking safety. You can contact me directly at will, with one L, W-I-L, at slicktalkmedia.com. We have an internal document that is being updated in real time. So if anyone could share this message within your network, we'd greatly appreciate it. I'm also placing in the show notes a link to our GoFundMe and landing page for Rentals to Rescue. That's rentals.torescue.com, where we're putting funds together in order to, again, provide finances for any of these lodging and relocation needs. So thank you so much for tuning into this quick message. I hope you guys are all well and safe, as I know we have tons of listeners in Ukraine and other countries in in Europe. So thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Good morning. Do we have a new morning. video? That was pretty legit. I liked it. Oh, that's the same one. <laughs> I just missed it all these. <laughs> just missed Happy the last Monday. couple of weeks. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. As Monday. Uh, as uh, Andrew uh, McConnell likes to say, is uh, what do you, what do you call you, Golden? The golden. It's, it's a goldenism. It's goldenism. Mondays are are and have been my favorite day of the week for uh, a long time. So I love it. Well, happy because Monday. Because of the show, so. right? All because of the show. <laughs> well, even even preceding the show, I think that's why we picked it to be a Monday morning show. So it, it's bound for uh, greatness. Stuff. 
I was going to say bound for greatness. I love it. Well, uh, I'm so been excited. Into... So what's the topic, Will? What is it? Let us know. I don't even know. I, I think uh, I think our producers have changed the topic on us like five times, but uh, uh, no big deal. Uh, just kidding. But today, actually, it's going to be a fun topic, automation and hospitality. So not only automation, oh. but IoT tech. So something that we should all be comfortable talking about, I think. Maybe. Maybe. Some, some yeah. that's come up quite regularly, right? We're, we're struggling to get staff in, in all hospitality jobs, and automation can help uh, alleviate that. So, Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, before we jump in, do we want to get uh, a little bit of what's with the noise? It's kind of my favorite one uh, outside a bedroom. You know, no big <laughs> deal. Uh, we don't have a bedroom today or a bedruption report today. So, I, you know, figured. What's all with right. The noise? Let's jump into it. All right, here comes grandma. How blessed are we to have grandma on every Monday morning? Uh, So this week with What's With The Noise, we continue on a theme that we've discussed uh, a few times throughout the show, which is uh, consolidation, particularly on the vendor side, is is and will likely continue to be a trend through the rest of 2021. And we saw in the past couple of weeks the company VR Scheduler get bought by Operto, which adds uh, a pretty cool layer onto the uh, the Operto platform that makes it more than a home automation platform. Uh, so with that, we actually asked the CEO, Steve, to join us uh, and tell us a little bit about this acquisition and help us out with the, the topic today. Welcome, Steve. Oh, I'm in the magic quadrant. You are. Welcome to the show. It's been a long time. Thanks, uh, nice to work with that mug. <laughs> yeah. It's all right. It's all right. Shameless. I love it. Well, hey, before we jump into the topic of uh, at hand, I would love if you could just briefly, for anyone who hasn't uh, heard of Operto on the Good Morning Hospitality side, uh, what does Operto do exactly? Yeah, so uh, at the core of our business is access control. So we've been, um, we're sort of a, a recognized leader in, in the space of, uh, you know, everything from vacation rental and short-term rentals all the way through to you know, boutique hotels, apart hotels, mixed use, um, larger hotel chains. We, we started the business really focusing on how do you use IOT to, um, to, to, to solve the access control issue. Uh, and then as, as the business sort of evolved, we got into things like smart thermostats, um, you know, making sure uh, and now we work with, with NoiseAware, we work with a variety of different vendors to sort of automate the, 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 the journey, I guess, both from the, the guest side, but also the, um, the owner side as well. So Operto is really a sort of a, a one-stop solution uh, for for anyone who's looking to, to take their, their property in this direction. And, and, and we're seeing obviously with COVID and sort of a return to a different sort of traveling uh, dynamic uh, that things like uh, contactless check-in, keyless check-in, um, re- reimagining sort of the front desk or the, 
the repurposing of, of, of staff um, that we are very much on the on the crest of a wave which is which is quickly um, coming to shore so it's it's an exciting place to be right now yeah couldn't agree more especially after uh, my recent two weeks of travel I hated waiting in line for uh, check-in so I wish Operto was in every building <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting because, you know, when we, if you, if you dial it back a couple of years, we would have had a lot of conversations with, with, with operators, owners, operators who would have said, oh, this is a nice to have. It's not really a, a you know, I don't really want to spend the CapEx or I don't, you know, I don't really need to because my, no one really asks for this yet. Um, now, fast forward a couple of years, I mean, we can't, we literally can't keep up with the number of people phoning us back. And saying, mm-hmm. hey, remember that conversation we had in 2019? Like, I need your tech tomorrow or I need it yesterday. Um, and so it's really, really kind of, it's an exciting place to be um, for the company because we, we feel like we were the first one to paddle out to the wave. And now that the wave's about to crest, uh, we're already out there with our, with our surfboard and we're ready to go. So it's, it's exciting. The, the old adage of uh, why fix what ain't broke uh, was, uh, was definitely a theme in hotels in 2019 because they... They had record years. There's no need to, to shake the tree. And the tree got uh, got shook. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean we've had some of our we've actually had some of our customers um, say that they've had they've had guests in the last six months actually cancel reservations because they don't have contactless check-in. So people mm-hmm. will actually phone the hotel, ask. And if they say no, you have to, got to come to the front door. You got to you know, check in. Da 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 da. That they'll actually cancel and move to a different hotel. So, uh, so I mean, well, that's, that's, that's that's super extreme. But it but it but we have heard stories of that. So you know, again, um, the 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 traveling dynamic has definitely shifted, um, probably for the better. Um, but it's only going to get more and more. Um, it's only going to keep leaning more and more in this direction as we go forward. Yeah. And uh, Mr. Ross, sound like you had something to say? Yeah, no. But what is interesting is that, of course, it's it's the hygiene and all everything. But I think this whole user experience is super important, right? I just go uh, yesterday. I'll go to to Holland. I'll go, I'll go later today. I'll go to the Netherlands, and arriving at a like kind of a cottage, which is actually in a safari park. But before, it was like picking up the key, reception, awful. Then check out time four o'clock. Our parents probably arriving early. Okay, are you going to pick up the keys? Awful. Well, now you just get your text message. Or this is the entry code. I entered my my license plate number. So did this this security already like pass you through. You don't have to wait anywhere. And it just I think it's of course it's uh, I think it's a cost save, but the experience is it's, I think it's so important, right? And I think that's what hotels don't realize. It's maybe a small investment, but at the end you make at the end your 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 revenue your ROI is probably pretty quick. And for sure, Steve knows much more how quick it will be. But I think what is really important is this user experience, right? I, and you said, Will, before this call, like, I wish that everybody had this, uh, had Operto because it's a user experience. So I think what the hotels don't always consider is that the experience would be improved a lot and not only hygiene or time side, uh, save, time, uh, save time and doing the checking, maybe less workforce. So I think it's a win-win. Yeah, I was going to say uh, for even... Uh, I actually kind of want to ask this question more towards Steve too, is like with, because Michael and I brought up, we're big Marriott fans. So with uh, Marriott and like getting mobile keys and all this other stuff, but yet every time I try to get my mobile key, not every time, but most of the time I try to get my mobile key on my phone from the, 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 the app, I 
you know, usually going back down to the front desk and asking for a real key because sometimes it's not working. So uh, in the sense of the IoT tech behind it, I know there's a lot of different layers when it comes to the hardware and then, of course, the the, the software on the back end. But what, uh, what's the, I guess, the biggest challenge when it comes to implementing? Because it sounds really easy, like, oh, install you know, install some locks and, and get this thing going and you're you're up and you're ready to go. But obviously there's a lot more behind it. So is there anything that you guys with Operto are realizing that it's just maybe a barrier to entry for, for this uh, new segment of, I guess, technology in, in, the, in the industry? Yeah, um, I think some really good points there. The, the reality is that <clears throat> IoT is hard and that's why you don't have a ton of people entering this space because the barrier to entry is just a massive frustration wall that most people aren't willing to climb and 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 to be honest as as iot continues to uh, evolve you're we're, we're seeing better and better and more reliable devices come onto the market um but there's a, there's just a huge number of uh, considerations uh everything down to you know power backups and how and and making sure that the base stations aren't going offline and you know there's a whole wired experience that goes into a into a property behind the iot to just to make sure that um that it's done correctly and, and at the end of the day you have to put to put the full experience into a, a larger building like a marriott you do have multiple vendors who have to sort of work in together uh, to ensure that the whole thing um works sort of soup to nuts and so um where where the larger chains sometimes struggle is that there'll be a, a broken piece of that chain and it's kind of identifying it and then, okay, well, how do we make sure that, why is the sixth floor working and the seventh floor working, but why is the eighth floor and ninth floor out? Um, so that's, mm -hmm. you know, that's very much in the, on the, on the other side, but yeah, I mean, IOT is, 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 is a, is a two headed beast. And, and I think, you know, as we continue to see better devices and more, um, and just better development of, of solutions, um, it, it'll just get more and more seamless as we go. And, but is and it difficult that there's not standards? Because of course, if for for merit, you have to download the merit app. If you're going to go somewhere else, need the other app. There's not much standards out there, yeah. and everybody tried to push. You, you don't think there will be, and there will be my, a few solutions out there which has the the as the majority, or maybe what Apple moves for with sure. their with their NFC and then create a standard there because mm -hmm. they're starting, of course, with the cars now. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we, what we've actually been doing. At Operto, is you know, as I said before, we we made our name in access control. But what we've we spent the last eight ten months furiously building is actually a um, a platform we call Operto Connect, and Connect is is where you we're connecting the guest through an app, the operations through an app, and then the actual management um, owner portal. We call them portals, and those three those three um, separate applications actually talk to each other, so that you can. The guest experience is controlled from everything from access control, you know, noise and occupancy monitoring, all the things you kind of have in, in room, but then the ability for, for a host, whether that, again, that's short-term rental or, or a hotel to actually monetize the guest pre-stay, in-stay, and post-stay. And then with the idea of actually driving direct bookings off the back of that, because you get guest information as you go. So that, and then the reason why we actually, well, one of the reasons why we, we picked up your scheduler is because what that does is it actually rounds out our operational side of our offer, offer, offering and allows us to do all the things like, um, you know, cleaning, maintenance, all the things that are important to keeping a, a building or a, or a property running. Uh, besides Jill just being the most amazing person probably in the industry and it's amazing work with her, but um, so really her, 
VR scheduler is something that we can we can play with in the VR space and then also upgrade that and move it into the hotel space. And then on the other side, giving the, the owner operator the tools to know who's checked and who's checked out, being able to send uh, specials to them, you know, whether that's drinks at the bar or, or um, place at the, at the spa or whatever, on-prem, off-prem monetization and CRM. So it's like, how do you connect all those three pieces and then wrap an IoT layer around it, which just means that everything just works and it's, you're just within an environment where the technology, if you get it right, the technology actually fades into the background and it just works. You know, and, th and that's what, what we always say to people is like, it doesn't really matter about the tech. The best tech is the tech you don't actually notice. It just works. Um, and so, so yeah, so that's kind of what we're, we're, we're really concentrating on as a business is like tying to those together because technology just for like check-in and Bluetooth over a, over, a, over a door lock, like that's not really where the magic is. It's driving the mm -hmm. guest experience through the tech. What, um, so you guys work with hotels and traditional vacation rentals, and we spend a lot of time on the show talking about the differences and why one is better than the other and, and all of that. And Michael and I have a fun back and forth. Uh, what, from an automation standpoint, what are the biggest differences and, and challenges within each of the hospitality segments, both hotels and short-term rentals? Biggest challenges, I think, um, on the on the on the smaller operator side, short term, um, the just getting over the the mental hurdle of like, I got to do this. I, I'm not necessarily a digitally savvy, digitally native person. Sometimes a bit of an older operator who's doesn't grow up on the internet and doesn't understand this newfangled, you know, uh, millennial uh, traveler with the young family and. and every kid walks in when they got phones and everyone's doing the thing. And, and so there's that hurdle. And then I think all the way through to sort of larger hotel boutique pieces, there's two challenges. The first is, is getting buy-in from all the, the staff that like, we're going to switch from like an analog system to a digital, to a, to a, to a digital system. We're going to remove the front desk or we're going to repurpose the front desk. And we're going to, you know, instead of you standing behind the desk for six hours a day, you're actually going to stand in the lobby and, and greet guests and check them in on an iPad as they get out of their Uber. And then the other thing is um, you just, again, just the training piece of it of like what happens when things, when things go down, how do we switch back to, you know, how do we troubleshoot things that go wrong with the IOT? How do we get the system back online? So, so yeah, so there are, you know, there are challenges for sure. And the, you know, the one thing I always stress when, when folks are moving to this sort of this paradigm shift is that it's really important that the human element doesn't get removed because things break, things go wrong. Um, you know, as, as much as we'd love to think that everything will work hundred percent of the time, power goes out. Um, you know, we, we see, and, and, you know, this is a little bit in your world is like, you know, get the, the guests will unplug something from the wall so that they can charge their Android phone. Uh, well, maybe not with noise aware because you can't get it out the wall, but like, um, but like there's those kind of those, those human hiccups that still happen. And so you always need to have humans behind the, the tech who can get the thing going again. Um, so it's not fail safe, but it's, it's getting there quickly. So. Yeah. That's always something I've. Go ahead. 
Go ahead, Mr. Yeah. Ross. No, we, we discussed in previous episodes as well that they use uh, um, platforms. Um, how do you see the connection there? Because, of course, if you really can track the data when somebody entering the room and really charge them for the use of the of the room based on, on real length of stay instead of paper night. And we had a discussion before, is length of is paper night in, in, in hotels or is it the way to go in the future when you can say okay, operation might be doing the whole year, uh, might be doing the whole day. You can say somebody's checking at the 10 past nine and he's checking out at the, whatever, five o'clock, can be in day use functionality or you pay really for, for the usage. You think there's some some link there with, with automation? Because for for sure. So I mean, we, we pull all of our um, all of our data off of a PMS, right? So mm -hmm. it really depends on on what the property PMS. wants to do. Mm -hmm. If as soon as it all comes up as a reservation in our system, so if they want to rent by the hour, they want to rent by the half day or six hours or whatever, we can do. If, the, if that business model was to take off, and I, and I definitely do see a you know especially for the business traveler. Um, there's there's a gap in the market for sure there um that we can we can flip that switch like today yeah that's so good we're gonna move into a quick rapid fire question steve i'll start Ooh. i'll start with three i was questions. not warned about the rapid fire section i'll start with three <laughs> questions while will and michael think of of a couple questions to ask you so guys be thinking okay um True or false, business travel in 2022 will exceed business travel levels in 2019. I, this is a total cop-out answer, but I'd say that, that things are going to normalize. I think it's going to be very, very similar. Balance, okay. For a two-day two business trip, do you stay in a hotel or a short-term rental? Short-term rental. <laughs> All right. And then are you a beer, wine, or a cocktail guy? I don't like choosing like that. <laughs> I, I, I'm, a, I'm a beer guy. I'm a beer right. guy. All right. Okay. Dang. Took all the favorite ones, man. Uh, shoot. Didn't even give me enough time to think. Okay, rapid fire. So, Steve, uh, I'll, I'll, go, I'll get geeky with you. So what's your favorite project you've been able to work on uh, with Aperitos so far as your, your time of being CEO? And you don't have to give it any names, but you can talk about maybe the unique uh, application you guys have been able to apply your, your tech to. Yeah, we actually um, we put out something on LinkedIn a couple weeks ago, which was a project we did up in Canmore, which is in the Canadian Rockies, 250-room uh, property it was sort of our first foray into the ski sort of chalet um winter market um and yeah i mean very very unique products uh mixed use owner like it just every possible type of owner is in that building um common doors all the rest of it and so really challenging from an implementation perspective but it really showed that we could flex our muscle and and literally solve any access control issue that you could throw. Um, and I think that that was a, a big thing for the company because it, it showed kind of our maturity from a, from a really kind of a startup-y um, vibe to, to one that's like, a, you know, we can solve any problem now. So yeah, yeah. That, that's been one of the more exciting ones that, that we worked on over the last few months. All right, and then for, I guess, I won't do three questions, but this will be my, my last rapid fire one will be, uh, 
when it comes to IoT tech automation, all that stuff, do you think multifamily or single family homes have the better application or is it fair across the board? Oh, uh, I think it's, well, I mean, it's another cop-out answer, but I think it's fair across the board. I mean, okay. multifamily, we, we do, we do, we do, I'd say right now we're, we're seeing more of that application, to be honest. Um, mm -hmm. But it's, yeah, uh, to pick, to pick a favorite horse would be very, very difficult. I think, I think that's probably just uh, the, the types of projects that we're working on right now, but um, yeah. Anyone can use it. Anyone can do it, I guess is the answer. <laughs> awesome. Well, now that's, that was it. I'll, I won't do a third one, but I'll let uh, Ross jump in. All right. Should I do some? Okay. You buy some companies, right? You bought some. Who's going to buy you? Who's going to buy us? <laughs> no one right now. <laughs> I mean, we're, 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 we, we are, we're blessed. We have an incredible uh, chairman you know, who's the ex-CEO of Booking and uh, we're, we will be, we'll be, we'll be in the hunt, whether we're the hunter or the hunted uh, for, for a long time. And so, you know, it's, again, we're, we're, we're excited about where we sit in the market right now. And another cop-out answer, Steve, come on. <laughs> Do we want to exit? Sure. Who doesn't for a big pile of cash, but, uh, but right now no, it's, it's too much fun to be in the market. So um, we're, when the time's okay. right, we'll were you in politics before this, Steve? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I've, I've got one more for you. You're, sure. you're Canadian, so this might not be uh, the easiest choice because I know Winter Olympics is where you guys focus, but Summer Olympics <laughs> is right around the corner. What's the what's the favorite uh, event to watch? Oh, un unquestionably. Uh, you know, ice hockey. I mean, I don't know if you guys watched that. that unfortunately, that's not a summer game. event. <laughs> oh, summer events. Well, we'll play, we'll play ice hockey. Yeah, I, grill, uh, grass hockey, field hockey, or not? Yeah, well, well uh, yeah, actually, yeah, I used to play that, actually. Um, summer, and Holland, probably, right? And Utrecht, pretty common. I heard, I, heard that, I heard that Canada for the Tokyo Olympics is, is being, um, we're one of the favorites to clean up in the surfing. I don't know if, really? which is weird. I mean, who would have thought? But yeah, we're supposedly surfing is coming in as a um, as a demonstration sport, and Canada is the the powerhouse nation. So, who knew? I didn't know you. I didn't know you could actually we'll surf see. in the Vancouver Islands. You, yeah, you can. We, we're 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 a stop we're a stop on the professional tour actually over in Tofino on Vancouver Island. So, all right. Um, yeah, who knew? But yeah, but then the cop out answer is. Ice hockey in the summer. So. <laughs> Go inside. <laughs> or curling. This could be a different question. When do you think Apple, by the way, goes into this uh, unlocking device? Because, of course, you have this HomeKit stuff, but really, like, make it universal with their wallet because they're going to the space. But for cars now, you think in the end they will mm -hmm. Apple will move into the space? And then when the expectations went? Yeah. I, yes. Um, but I don't think that that's going to remove a lot uh, the same sort of challenges that we have in IoT land, whether or not you can open mm -hmm. something with an Apple, your, your phone or not. Um, it's not going to change the kind of common issues and it's not going to remove the need for uh, a warm pair of hands to be helping if something goes wrong in the middle of the night. So, yeah, I, I do. You know, listen, I think the whole it, it's a it's a natural um, 
it makes a lot of sense. I actually used to work at Apple, so you know it doesn't surprise me that the, the company's moving mm-hmm. into that um, into that market. But is it going to be an overnight disruption? <sighs> Maybe, but I don't think so. I think it's going to be you know a pretty muted response. It would be my guess. Okay. One more, one said, more I, question. Did you ever saw the the dance moves with Will? The what? Sorry. Did you ever well, see the Ben Wolf as well? I, 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 I did catch a bit of a, a preview, but I think it'll be it'll probably be worthwhile showing the viewers. I don't know. Can you yeah. show it? Because you shared with with Michael and me, you shared some video. Uh, I think recently. we have. Come to on, see you it. can show it. Yeah, so people yeah, want to watch it on YouTube. Best, you other, have to show other it. Than this cup of, other, <laughs> other than this cup of coffee, it was the best part of my morning. So. Oh <laughs> uh, shoot! Well, now that I've been now called out, now you have to. <laughs> no, I have to. Don't fall to sharing this with us. All right, all right, all right, here we go. Pull it up. Hard to watch uh, again. Nope. Thanks, buddy. It's over. <laughs> Going to improve your image or just opposite? I probably, I probably just ruined the whole show. Every every viewer is never watching it. Again. Not possible. But everybody's awake. That's a good thing. Yes. Yeah. If anyone's listening on the audio <laughs> version, I'm so sorry. Please forgive me. <laughs> it, it was um, a mix between um, Latin moving the hips and then dropping it low, like. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Well, few, few they can see it, so. Yeah, a few drinks will do that to you, I think. Uh, but it's all good. Yeah. How are you feeling the next one? Oh, great! I woke up early, went to a meeting. You're young. Around. Yeah. Yeah. You're young. You know. So it's good. But um, anyways, back to the topic of the episode. Uh, anybody have any final questions when it comes to uh, you know automation, technology, anything like that? Um, because I personally want to go back to a point that Steve brought up, and I, I'm a big fan of this. And Steve, you know this because we work together on Slick Talk and the other uh, podcast stuff. But the technology and the balance of human connection and interaction is really important to me. I think, like you said, the best technology is the technology that you can't even notice is in the background, and it gives that human freedom to, you know, provide service and execute, you know, real hospitality. So, uh, anybody got some uh, last thoughts before we wrap up the episode? Yeah, I, to, to piggyback on that, there is the balance of too much tech or not enough tech. And, and I think we're, as an industry, both short terminals and, and hotels, growing up together and figuring out the right balances. Um, yeah. But similar to, to how we started the show, there's a shortage of employees in hospitality across the globe. And ultimately, Technology can help alleviate that shortage, uh, whether it's boots on the ground at property or remote help and and support and assistance. So uh, ultimately, 
technology is obviously here to stay and uh, how it looks in five years is probably not going to be too far away from what uh, what the guys that are to have built. Exactly. Yeah, I think, you know, I, I just, sorry, I just add to that, you know, make sure you know if you're going to be moving into IoT land, um, that you know your partners and that you, you know that the ecosystem that they're bringing is the best ecosystem for your business. Um, don't choose on price. I think that a lot of people, a lot of our customers, what they'll do is, especially in access control, they'll go and shop around and they'll say, well, listen, I can find a provider for say half the price of you guys and say, okay, that's fine. We'll see you in three months. And guess what happens? You go cheap. They don't support it at two in the morning when your guest is locked out and the power has gone out. Guess what? No one's picking up the phone. And mm -hmm. you know, that's, you know, and, and Michael, you know, we, we do a lot of work with, with noise aware and we're, we're what we, where I've really tried to steer Operto in the last few months is consolidation around partnerships as well. And just saying, listen, how do we pull the absolute best people into like a team of, you know, we call it the Avengers, right? Is where mm -hmm. you, you figure out, okay, well, all the, the pieces in the puzzle, how do we just work with one, maybe two um, different vendors according to sort of the use case and just continually stamp out the same solutions because you know that they work, you know that they're rock solid and you know that the partners you're working with are the ones who are going to provide the level of service to the customer that, that we need. And so, you know, we do tons of business together with you guys now. Um, and it's only going to continue to grow and grow and grow because it just, it's just great. Um, and so that's, that's really where I think that we're going to see even more movement over the next year or two is that consolidation of, you know, VR scheduler, us, you, whatever. Um, and it's an exciting time to be in the industry because we're seeing that the cream is really starting to rise to the top and, um, and we'll only continue to do so. And in some shifts that were probably going to take two, three, four years have been compressed, uh, which is ultimately good for ultimately good for everybody, yeah. but uh, especially those providing the tech. I mean, I've, I've only been at Operto for eight months and the Operto I started, I joined in October is completely 180 from the Operto that we have in like, almost July 1st, right? So, um, and, and, I, and I just, I can't wait to see what's going to be in later this year or 2022. It's just going to continue to, to morph and change and, and grow in, in great ways as the industry recovers. Yeah. Great. Awesome. Well, thank you, Steve, for being on the show with us again. Uh, it's been a, a lovely Monday morning with you and uh, hopefully totally. we'll have you on, on the show again soon. Sounds good. See you guys next week. All right, guys. Take care, everyone.